Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight on the Thirsty Football Show, Pitchside Dave's Best Moment in Football. The Weekly Flow Serve. Town Talk. The World Is and the Wallies. And we find out what's in store this weekend. Assuming it's not going to rain. Time to get on with it. And as ever on the first day, we start with a couple of the big stories that's making the news. And England rugby have been fined £2,000 for crossing the halfway line as they lined up in the V formation to face the hacker before the Rugby World Cup semi-final <laughs> against New Zealand. World Cup rules stipulate that teams must remain in their own half of the pitch to receive the challenge. Good job, referee, na- stop mumbling. Referee <laughs> Nigel Owens and his team had to usher several England players back as they strayed over the halfway line. No, they didn't. They wouldn't move. I know what I'd do. Bulgaria have been ordered to play two matches behind closed doors, one suspended for two years for their fans' racist behaviour against England. They've also been fined, I think, £65,000 or euros or whatever, which is absolutely nothing. So let's start, um, boys, with... The rugby. Apparently, the two thousand pounds going to a charity. Well, that's that's great news. I, I hope they, they profit handsomely from that. That's ridiculous. I, I I was hoping what was going to happen was the same as when they played New Zealand a few years ago, when uh, Richard Cockrell went up to Norm's face and he was right in his face when he stuck yeah. his tongue out and he was yeah. sort of come and have a go. Well, I would just yeah. go in. I'll just go into huddle and ignore yeah. it. Quite frankly, and how much do you get? How much do you get fined for yeah. turning around and dropping your pants? I know they're going to say it's disre- <laughs> I know they're going to say it's disrespectful, but you know, well, hey ho, it's a challenge. It's a war dance. So. But if the rules at the start of the competition said that, then okay. £2,000. Let's get a little bit more serious, though. And um, Bulgaria and UEFA. Um, I think um, Dave's got some... um, He's been looking back at some other fantastic UEFA finds. So let's bear in mind, the benchmark is racist abused, 64,000 quid. Yeah. Well, you go back a couple of years ago, Nicholas Bentner was fined 80, the equivalent of £80,000 for flashing his pants with the sponsor's name on them. <laughs> and this is the best one. Last year, Besiktas were fined £29,000 because a cat ran on the pitch against uh, Bayern Munich. So they've got the priorities right, haven't they? I think they should have gone the full money for the cat, you know, 100000 for the cat. So, you know, I think... I, I think, A, it's difficult because what I don't want to see is the Bulgarian footballers being thrown out of a competition because I don't think the Bulgarian footballers have done anything wrong. And I think this was actually Rent-A-Mob that, that came in here. But on the other hand, UEFA have got to do be seen to be strong because if they're not seen to be strong, it's going to continue, continue and continue. Yeah. Is the, the ban is the behind, is it behind closed doors or no home fans or no visiting fans? I think it's behind closed doors for the so first So it won't be one. like Tottenham Hotspur then, where, uh, where, I mean, they've done the right thing. They've actually banned, is it 30-odd of their fans who sold tickets to visiting fans last week? Um, 
so the uh, the team that were playing were banned from bringing away fans, and there was a little section of them got in, and they've but they've banned them. So uh, I just I just talking to fans because I don't think there is an answer, but what I do think is that UEFA are nowhere near nowhere near strong enough. If they find the Bulgarian Football Association a million quid, they might actually do something about it themselves when it comes to bringing. I think the size of the fines that UEFA found out uh, indicate that UEFA is condoning racism. Almost, yeah. Mm. Fanatical fans, you like to tell us how good the Newark fans are. And they are good. Mm. I've got no doubt about it. They are good. Um, when it comes to fanatical away followings, um, the efforts of Dynamo Dresden on Wednesday night will take some beating, apparently. More than 30,000 supporters from the Bundesliga 2 Division 2 side made the 125 mile trip to Hertha Berlin not for a cup final but for a second round German cup match. The 70,000 crowd at the Olympic Stadium were treated to a thriller um, and Hertha progressed 5 4 on penalties after a 3 all draw. Dynamo Dresden's supporters have earned themselves a reputation as a fanatical group of supporters. Their average home attendances is 28,000 in a 32,000 capacity stadium. But to take 30,000 away for 120... That's like going from here to London on a Wednesday night for a second round cup match. That ain't bad going. So they get more away from home than they do, than they do at home? Yes! yes. What are they called? Belper Town? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's cruel. I have some sympathy with Liverpool. It doesn't happen very often, but I have sympathy with Liverpool. This is a red letter night. Yes, it is. Literally. Their fixture, their fixturist is horrendous, isn't it? They've got to play... in. Is it from the 14th of December up to Christmas? Of the, In theory, they're playing a, a game every two days. Yes. Yeah. Including uh, going to Dubai or Qatar or wherever it is. And, and they, they should represent... They're representing Europe. In, yep. the, in, in the World Club Championships, aren't, aren't they? It's, they you are. know, it's as simple as that. They're representing Europe. Uh, How big uh, is their squad? Big enough. Big, big enough, enough 25, but you still, can't, mm. you still can't play December the 4th, 7th, 10th, 14th, 16th, 18th, 21st, 26th, 29th. That's December. Yep. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 matches. That's no... Well, what about the non-leagues, though? There was a team last year, was it, had to play 11 games in 14 days? At yeah, the not pl- they, didn't play, they didn't play three of them in Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you're Northwich Victoria and you're going to places like Chelmsford on one night and then you're going the other side of the country, it's... The, it's yeah, I, 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 I understand that, but... They would have done a Liver- bus Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool are representing Europe. And, I mean, they did a few years ago let Manchester United drop out of the FA Cup which they should never have been allowed to do no because at the beginning, never, ever. beginning of that season I went to Worksop Town to see Man United play and there was three first team players because they were they put three other representative sides that day that Saturday so why couldn't they do that yeah um, no what they should do to Liverpool is basically say you've got to buy until the 4th or 5th round of the FA Cup or move the um, League Cup draw well the problem is the League Cup semi-finals is due to take place before Liverpool can possibly play the quarter-final why, why do they have to have League Cup semi-finals taking place on, on, in the first week in January? The season doesn't finish until May. No, when's the final? When's the final? End of March? End of March. Yeah, so you've got... So fe- why in the first week in January? It's late in February, because the chances are a game's going to get cancelled somewhere anyway. It's, abs- it, it's ridiculous. Right, coming up in a couple of minutes is um, Dave's football memory, but uh, it has been the Knotts Senior Cup draw tonight, the second round of the Knotts Senior Cup. I'm taking my life into my own hands because um, I have got um, a guest presenter to read out the second round of the Knotts Senior Cup draw. Please bear with me because it doesn't come from round here. 
Dunkirk v Flowsurf, Sherwood v Eastwood, Bingham v Clipstone, Orsworth v Ashington, Callerton v Teversal, Newark v Retford United, Southwell v Burton Joyce, AFC Dunkirk v Magdala, Arnold v Attenborough, Billborough v v Rainworth, Keyworth v Ashland Rewers, West Bridgeford v Stapleford. He meant Renworth, but he wouldn't know that. Um... Okay, boys, second round. That's not easy for Flow Serve. Dunkirk got relegated from step five to step six last year. They're fifth in the East Midlands Counties League. Um, that is not going to be easy. That's a that, that's a good tie. Sherwood against Eastwood is a good tie. No love lost there. Yeah. All right. Well, I think the last time was the four sendings off the last time they played. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> Bingham Clipston is another good tie because Bingham's flying, aren't they? So, they are, yeah. Um, like Clipston come in there um, yeah. as Lockton's going to Orsworth best of luck chaps Newark can play Retford United for the third time third this time season, season yeah. um, Southall against Burton Joyce is a local derby um, mm. and they're in that one and the, and the last one I think is going to be a good one as well West Bridgeford and Stapleford mm. your friends at Stapleford yeah, come on, West Bridgeford. Um, okay, um, <laughs> I think that's the cracking door. I think it's tough for flow serve. It's going to be hard. Yeah, I don't mean it. Actually, it probably couldn't be any harder, could it? Looking at what is left in it. No, not at this round. I mean, at the, this round. No, short of them getting the Forest under twenty threes or or somebody like that. No, they'll come into it eventually. Yeah. But um, when do they come in? Next round. No. Next round. No, 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 no. Is it next? After the next round. Oh, yes, because that's right. We've just discussed that. Yeah, they, they, this will send 12 teams through. Then that's got to go down to six. And then the eight quarter finalists yeah. plus the two um, wild cards, one of which should have been flows there, but I'm not bitter. Um, the two wild cards <laughs> come into it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw that the draw was going to be on Knots TV, but having twice watched Knots TV and the draw last season and found the programme to be tremendously annoying, I thought I'd wait until I got in here. My immediate reaction when Dave told me... And let us do the work for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and my, my immediate reaction when Dave told me who, that we, who we got was, hey, he went away. Then he, he so, said we're going to France. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be, he'll, he'll be off down the A1. But, 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 but my, my immediate reaction was, great, I don't have to do a programme. <laughs> So, but, no, I, I think flows. I mean, anybody who draws flow serve this season will know that in for one hell of a game. Yeah, and I think flow serve, actually, I think... That is going to be a cracking game. Uh, and that is, is really... That's obviously the game of the round, isn't it? I would say so, definitely. And Newark... Um, I shall go and watch Newark and Redford, because they can renew... They should know each other quite well because they've, they've both been good games so far, and the Retford fans that come down are, are good sports as well. It'll, it'll make for a cracking day. It will, right? Um, Do we know the date of the uh, round yet? No, not yet. It's oh. a Saturday Senior Cup, so hopefully it will be on a Saturday, not a Tuesday be. night. It won't yeah. be. No, they'll all be played at night time. Yeah. Um, who's not got floodlights? Bingham. That's probably a Saturday. Uh, yeah. Looking down the list. Bilbra, have they got floodlights? Uh, they play at Harvey Haddon, don't they? Keyworth's got floodlights, so there's only one There's only one non-floodlit game there. I think so, yeah. So, the rule stipulated that once you got to round three in the olden days, see if you hadn't got floodlights, you've got to find a ground that's got them or play the game, or play the game away. Um, but I don't know what it's like at round two. I'm assuming that game we probably played on, on a Saturday. So. Hmm. We will see, but... Um, 
sometime in December, but looking at FlowServe's fixture list, nearly about, about as bad as Liverpool's. They're down the A46 every week, every night, aren't they? Yeah, just about? more or less. There's not many spare weeks. Right, um, let's sit back and enjoy Pitchside Dave's greatest football memory. Right, I'm going to take you back to 1978. I was living in uh, uh, an area very close to Watford, and it was. Uh, I started watching football a couple of years before. Um, very lucky, my dad got access to a lot of tickets at Wembley, but one of the school teachers encouraged us to go and watch local football. So, about ten of us each uh, Saturday and midweek used to turn up at the corner of Cardiff Road and Vicarage Road. Um, teacher would uh, go into the ground with us and we used to stand in the little covered paddock and watch Watford games. Then Graham Taylor came along and things started to improve. And uh, they set off, uh, got promotion into the third division. First round of the FA, uh, sorry, the League Cup, they drew Brentford, won both games home and away. Then played Newcastle United in the second round, who were first division, beat them 2-1 at home and drew Manchester United away. So you played a big... So you played the big club and then you got Man United. Well, yes, but uh, <laughs> but there were there weren't any names that I recognised in the Newcastle side. Malcolm McDonald wasn't playing. There were there weren't a great there weren't a great deal, but they were still it was still a reasonable you know it was a good draw. So the first thing was Manchester United away. How do we get to that? Well, my dad was a Forest fan, so there was no way he was going to take me. And then the teacher turned up one day with the headmaster looking slightly embarrassed and said, "Who would like to go on a geography field trip to Manchester next Wednesday night?" <laughs> He said, all I'll tell you is it'll cost you about £5 each for the petrol, he said, because I've wangled 14 seats at Old Trafford to see the game. So we went. Brilliant day, brilliant day out. It wasn't the first time I'd been to Old Trafford, but we were sat there. Now, the Manchester United side at the time, bear in mind the year before they'd won the FA Cup, they beat Liverpool. But there's names such as Arthur Alberston, both the Greenoffs, McQueen, Buckham, Buckham, Coppel, Jordan, McElroy. Dave Sexton was taking it seriously. He played a full-strength side. Although Manchester United weren't the big name they were, it was a well-known side. They were household names. The, the side Watford fielded was a strong side. Names that people here probably around this area wouldn't have recognised at the time. In the first half, they held their own, went in at 0-0. However, where we were sat, every time a certain player for Watford got the ball, and he was the only black player on the pitch, he got the racist abuse. The monkey noises, chance questioning his parentage, you name it, he got it. But he appeared not to notice. Shortly after half-time, United scored, and the crowd went worse, and the racism got worse. And we were actually looking around. People sat around us that were old enough to know better, people of my age that I am now, thought it was quite funny, and they were joining in. But again, this young lad didn't seem to notice. Watford had just signed a guy from Leicester City called John Sturk, and he was absolutely terrorising United down the right wing. And they also had a big centre-forward by the name of Ross Jenkins, who was better known when he started when Watford started up the table. About 20 minutes to go, they took the ball down the wing, crossed it in, and the young black lad went head and shoulders above everybody and headed the ball into the back of the net. The 11,000 from Hertfordshire went mad. The racism carried on, the monkey noises... Eight minutes to go, same thing happened. Same young lad got up and headed it in again, and that was Luther Blissett, who uh, went, on, went on to do great things for England. And I remember at the end of the game, at no point did he turn and remonstrate with any of the players. Some of the Watford players clearly weren't impressed, and some of the United players weren't impressed. But as he walked off, he, sm he sort of gave the Stretford end a big smile and just sort of gave them that look, who's the black so-and-so now, as he went down the tunnel. 
And I thought, if there's ever a way that you are going to silence abuse, that's the way to do it. And it was great for me because it was the first time I'd heard of Giant Killings, but I'd actually been at one. So that's why, of all the games I've seen, that's one I still remember now. And next week, it's mine. Oh, dear. So what was the score <laughs> at half-time? 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The show's been specially extended. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Smith, please listen. Yeah. <laughs> does, he, does he know? Oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows. That's why he won't come in here. Um, I mean, that's twice racism tonight, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Right, that's twice, you know, racism. Yeah. And we, in our <clears throat> age group, it was uh, football, it, it was accepted. I was going to say, yeah, accepted is not the right word, but it, there's it, no it was, two ways no. of looking at it. It was accepted. It was part of the game. Nowadays, in football for 14 year olds etc and in rugby for 14 year olds is it part of the game is it accepted i don't know let's ask a 14 year old no no well it's not fair isn't it? why because they're all the same there you go nice and simple yeah. they're all the same all, that's exactly same. what mr smith's been telling everybody for weeks they're all the same and i just cannot for the life of me, understand it. And I know I don't like Tony repeating himself, but... I've actually been the subject of racism. And it's very, very unpleasant. When I lived in Bradford, I went out with a gorgeous Pakistani girl for about six months. And every time I went round to their house for tea on a Sunday, her two brothers sat banging between us. And, you know, it was just, you know, just insulting. And, you know, it is... There's no place for it in humanity. It is, um, he's calling you from Yorkshire racist, then. Huh? No, no, it's, I mean, like, sort of, it is, you know... It's, no, there's any place for it, yeah. and as Thomas has just said, it's just wrong. It, mm. It's as simple as this, and you just cannot understand, you cannot understand people. Right, um, it's time for something that, uh, we're going to have an introduction for in a couple of weeks' time, but at the moment, all I've got to say, the weekly flow serve. Well, um, I put it in the intro, in football parlance, but can you do it on a cold night in Stoke on a Tuesday? Uh, and uh, at, at Gresley, Newark Flow Serve did it in abundance. It, just, it was one of those nights where you had to roll up your sleeves, and they did that. I've seen them play some of the best football I have seen in the 33 years of reporting on the game in this town, but... They proved on Tuesday night that they can also roll up the sleeves and, uh, you know, handle the the rougher element of the game. There was an elbow thrown, wasn't there? There was a, a very horrible elbow thrown and um, apparently uh, I was talking to uh, Craig Roach on Monday morning, and uh, sorry, on, on the morning after the game, on uh, Wednesday morning, and he said that um, Jack Beckett's nose looks as though it once belonged to Steve Bruce. No. <laughs> but, I mean, they stood up to it. And Steve Bruce would have played on. <laughs> Steve Bruce probably wouldn't have noticed with the shape his nose is these days. But, I mean, they, um, when it happened, all the floor serve lads gathered round, all for one, one for all, um, and, and there was no retribution. There was just, you don't do that to us. And Gresley realised it, 
and backed off and it all calmed down and we carried on dominating the game. Absolutely brilliant. Couldn't have been prouder of them. It was a long, long way home, but uh, it was like flying on air because they'd shown that they're not only a talented bunch of people, but they're also hard as nails. Three points and a consecutive clean sheet away from home, so you can't really ask for mm. any more than that, and we'll look forward to Saturday in a few minutes' time. But coming up next, we change from orange to blue, and um, it's town talk, of which I think it's about some new signings. OK, we've done the weekly flow serve. Um, new York Town don't play football on a Saturday anymore, or that's the way it would seem, and uh, I had my rant about the Central Midlands, but uh, a, a bit more mature version of it now is going to come from Pitchside Dave. Well, at about uh, five to tw- uh, six tonight, I thought we were going to have to talk about something else, because there was absolutely nothing doing, having um, had uh, no game uh, on Saturday. However, the phone rang, so uh, Stockport Dave, Dave Hurstfield, who is the matchday secretary, is on the phone, said, got three signings for you. To start with, I, I picked my jaw up off the floor and said, right, tell me about them. So first uh, name you mentioned was Tom Mallinson, who's previously been at Newark Town and Lincoln United. I understand he's a UEFA A licensed coach as well and currently involved with Nottingham Forest, I believe, assistant under-18s coach. Yes. I know he's employed at, for- at Forest. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he's in, and, and, and so hopefully the they'll let him off on a Saturday then. Well, this is what I can't yet quite understand. Yeah, so... Um, because every Saturday the car disappears first thing in the morning and doesn't come back till very late at night. So um, uh, let's see what happens there. So I, I don't know what the situation is. And he's got a kitchen to decorate, his wife tells me. So <laughs> we'll the best of luck, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the deal is Tony Jones is going to do the kitchen. Well, and... <laughs> maybe Tony is doing the kitchen, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good deal. So the next name that came up was Owen St- St- uh, Sears, uh, who's come from Sleaford United and apparently was also at Boston United Youth. So he's used to playing at Step 5. And uh, I reckon that's a good signing. If uh, His name, certainly, if you Google it, pops up quite a bit at Sleaford, although they've not had such a good season. And then finally, now the, the shortened version I was given was, he's known as Lux, but the full name is Luxman Jaeger Thieswaran, who's a Sri Lankan. Apparently he's been playing Step 6 football in the North London area. I had a quick Google before we came out, and I think he's also played a couple of years in one of the Hong Kong leagues as well, so uh, I'll have to wait and see. But that's going to be an absolute di- joy for me as uh, the match day announcer reading the team sheet out when that name comes up. I, I know you listen to... I, 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 know, <laughs> I know you listen to this, Dave, but he's played in Hong Kong. Please make sure you've got your international clearance sorted. Absolutely, that'll be fun, won't it? Because that is a minefield, but uh, yeah. it wouldn't, it, I'm sure if he's played in Hong Kong... Because if you're He's Liverpool, if, if you're Liverpool, you get fined. But if you're a non-league team, you get thrown out the competition. Team in to digress. A team in either Somerset or Devon, Willard Rovers, Willand Rovers, yeah, Willand Rovers have been thrown out the FA Trophy no. Trophy, yeah, for fielding one or the other to field in again. They've fallen foul of international clearance, and he played in Wales, and he played in Wales. Yeah, I think Willard was a dog on his standards. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, he played. He played. He played in Wales. Of course, like Welsh FA, English FA are different, and yeah, because right. he played in Wales, they didn't get international clearance. <laughs> no. So they've thrown him out of the cup for playing him. No, I mean it's interesting the, the 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 business with England and Wales because Colwyn Bay got a lot of stick for years, didn't they? When they had yes. to, they had to play at Macclesfield because the Welsh FA wouldn't let them play their games. Although they've gone back into the uh, Welsh league now. I see. Harworth put nine past Askin. They did, yes. On Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Now, I've been telling the world that Newark, this is Newark's going to be Newark Town's season. Yeah. Um, 
Haworth obviously don't going to agree with that. Um, well, they still Dinnington have... aren't going to agree with it. No, and I probably think Redford United won't either. No, I mean we're quite fortunate. Um, Newark are still top, uh, twenty-three from nine. Dinnington drew on Saturday, so they're twenty-one from nine. Then Haworth, inc- this includes the midweek game, a sixteen from seven. So they've got two games in hand, but they're not going to. Ca- the best they can get if they win both is twenty-two. So at this moment, but yeah, they're going to have something to say. And the game against Haworth was pretty good. Redford United have played eight, and they've only got twelve points at the moment, so they're a little way behind. And then you've got the farce in fourth and fifth that Staveley Miners Welfare Reserves and Dronfield Town Reserves are sat there. And I don't think either of those can go up at the moment because the parent clubs are in, effectively would be in the division above. Yes. Uh, I Is a farce that... I think Central Midlands is jumping on an easy bandwagon that they haven't got the match officials. It sounds like it. Um, to me, I think they're trying to just make life easy for themselves. And, and I know they're a team short in that division. Yes, because um, Matlock um, apparently uh, had decided they weren't going to have any anything other than the first team, and yeah. which they knew about before they went to the AGM. So, yes, maybe they have got games on the side, but, you know, I mean, football should be played on a Saturday. Well, I think... You know, so. that's, that's when you play football. Yes, I know you've got to play midweek games, but that's two Saturdays on the bounce they haven't had a game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it does account for income as well, as well because um, not every player can get out in the week, not every fan can get out in the week, because quite often, you know, you've sort of got family commitments, work commitments, and in a lot of cases, it's sort of, all well, Saturday afternoon's your football, and you can't get out of work early, or you can't do whatever, and players aren't available, but... No, I don't know, I, I got a little bit disappointed when, especially the, the way with which games were falling on Saturday because of the weather, and you just think it's getting a little bit silly now. Yeah, it, it, I just cannot, you know, uh, as I said, I keep saying we'll talk about the Central Midlands and the future of the Central Midlands League, and we'll do that one week, because I've, I can't see the Central Midlands League still being here in three or four years' time when the FA decide that county leagues are the best. And, you know, county leagues, to me, are the way forward. Each county has a league. The winner of that county league gets promoted to step six. Yeah. Isn't that common sense? You would think so, but I mean, look at the travelling that's um, involved at the moment in the Central Midlands League, North and South. You can go, you can go from Humberside across to well, when uh, the guys over at Tideswell were there, almost to Stockport. Yeah, which is in Step Seven, which is, yeah. is crazy on a Tuesday night. And 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 the dual standards as well between the Central Midlands League and their insistence for floodlights and all-seater stadiums and all things like that to the not senior league, where you know you can. If you can t- do if you've got like. a pitch, yeah, and you still step seven. Yeah. I can't, the two don't add up, and this is the FA's next move, I think, to get, to bring things in, because I am quite impressed with what they've done so far, even though they've had made some glaring errors, yeah. right, putting Flosive in the wrong league, but that's it's going to be It's going to be two or three seasons of transition, really, isn't it? With yes. all these strange things that you can finish top of your league, but you're going to have to play off in some divisions, and if yeah, you win that playoff, you play the, somebody else to go It's going to take time, isn't it? Yeah. But at least now, you're not going to finish top of your league and say, no, we're quite happy to be a big fish in this little pond. Yeah. We'll, we'll stay where we are. No, I mean, they've stopped that, as you said, as we discussed the other yeah, week. That's in the, gone the now, yeah. and, and, that, and, and, that is a, and that is a major plus. You know, yeah. I mean, teams like Whitley Bay, who won the Vars four times on the bounce when they was in the pomp, but no, we're quite happy to stop 
yeah. where we are at step five because we don't want any more travelling. Well, no, it doesn't quite work like that, does it, it doesn't really? quite add up, but it has done for such a long time. And um, nobody, nobody at all will convince me that if Arnold Town had finished bottom of um, the Northern Counties East League three or four years ago, they would have got relegated because they wouldn't. No, no. They would have, they would have, all right, mate, no problem. You're a good old club like you. You stay yeah. where you are. Now... Almost like the re-election in the Football League, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Unless you were Barrow or Workington. Somewhere where nobody wanted to go. And I never understood why Southport got, uh, failed to get re-elected. They must have upset somebody big style for that. They've obviously got, somebody's upset somebody. Right, this is, of course, Radio New at Sport, and it's all about you, it's for you, and most importantly, it's with you. So it's so easy to contact us, simply send an email to sport at radionewark.co.uk, and you and your club could be part of this show time now for the worldies and the wallies and the weather did it best so you haven't got them so you find me a worldie and a wally well we haven't actually got a a wally this week and i'll tell you why because it'd be very easy to pick on one side who took a beating but um when i did the um fixtures coming up for the show last week i did it on thursday morning on the fa full site sign and there was actually a mistake on three games because of fa cup replays and various competition replays three sides actually got different draws and um, one of the teams in our area cleethorpe's town instead of playing a local cup game ended up going to morpeth town away and sadly lost 6-1 scott vernon scored from however i do know somebody that went to that game and who's a morpeth fan and he said cleethorpe's weren't bad he said they actually played pretty well so uh they, they there's there's no there are no wallies this week i'm afraid give it to you wafer oh he'll do that yeah yeah <laughs> well <clears throat> you know so, i mean if, it, if it's if it's uh if there's more uh, a more deserving recipient i've not i've not heard of it no so so we, you're you're basically trying to save your credibility for when you go around the grounds here aren't you <laughs> well, that's yeah. what all this you, is you, about. you've set me up nicely with that one but no yes. I, I don't think um you can really really blame somebody that you know they get three days notice they're going to Morpeth and then uh, get beaten by well, two right, so, so Cleethorpes aren't the wallies let, let, no. let, let's go on down a fairly truncated list well there's there's not many other teams got ha- there's not many other teams got beaten there's very very few games but um, I did actually come up with my worldies and that's Bingham Town this week who won 5-1 away at FC Cavaliers Ewan Sweeting got a hat trick oh. That's the name you heard. Tom, <laughs> your yeah. Tom Spencer got two. And Ewan Sweetin was voted man of the match. Now, that's a uh, plastic pitch, but if you saw some of the video, the plastic pitch didn't look like it was a 3G pitch, didn't look very clean. It was uh, you could, it was multicoloured and it looked like it had seen better days. <laughs> seen better. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're our worldies of the week. Um, I, you- I, I want to put a vote in for the Newark Town ladies. For the worldies? Because they went to Bingham and won 2-1. Did they? Yes. That's Posh Spice and Dr Spice scoring. Really? Scoring the goals. And <laughs> um, what were so, you, Old Spice, watching, were you? <laughs> no, there is an Old Spice, isn't there? She called herself Old Spice. We, uh, we wouldn't do it, but she called herself Old Spice. Uh, um, we, we, no, we sort of turned... You can imagine where we turned it all around, can't yes, you? But Doc Spice and Posh Spice scored... Um, they go. She said she wasn't posh, and then used some awfully big words. <laughs> no, I couldn't understand, and he, he was struggling. So, um, so it's between Bingham Town's five-one win at, Cal- at Cavaliers, Cavaliers, yeah, and Newark Town ladies' victory at Bingham Town. Bingham Town. So, boys, 
Who's the wonders of the week? The Newark Town ladies or Bingham Town? Come on, one or the other. Newark Town ladies who I suggested and you're driving home with me <laughs> or Dave's team, Bingham Town. So both our studio guests are going for okay. the ladies. Well, I'll bow to their superior. Yeah. Um, no, the ones who have no opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And they've obviously bowed to a cattle prop. Um, <laughs> It was a total pain in the neck last Saturday, though, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, as you know, I, I kept texting you and saying, this game's dropped, that game's dropped. And um, then you said, well, there's actually a seat in the car, if, a spare seat in the car if you want to come. And then, well, no, that game's gone as well. So uh, I stayed at home. Apparently, Long Eaton was called off because the referee found a puddle in a corner somewhere. Oh, it wasn't that bad then, the picture. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad no. by all the counts. Uh, he just found this. I mean, I did notice Forrest's game was called at fairly short notice as mm. well. So... Uh, I thought Long Eaton might have been played because in f- now two weeks' time they're moving off it onto a plastic. So when yeah. Forest, when uh, that flow serve do go there, they'll be now playing on plastic and not grass. No, that's quite good. So It'll be interesting to see. Are they allowed to swap then halfway through a season? Because some teams will have had the advantage of playing on grass well, or arguably the advantage, advantage of playing on a proper pitch. As far as I understand, it looks like it's happening. Yeah. It, it says three weeks until it's ready. Now, it didn't say three weeks until we're moving on to it. It said three weeks until it's ready. Yeah. Because it's um, Rudy Funk at um, Long Eaton. Rudy Funk, as in AFC Mansfield. And before AFC Mansfield, Renov, where Craig Roach played for him. Yeah, that'd be uh, so. There's a renewing old acquaintances. Let's hope it was a friendly acquaintances. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they are good. Um, they are good friends. So um, I think that's one match <laughs> yeah. that uh, Young Roach is looking forward yeah, to. That'd be good. We'll talk about what's coming up this week, assuming it, the weather behaves it, it, itself. Um, there were a couple of other games on Saturday. Ah. Grantham fielded their Saturday team. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, they beat they beat Russell Olympic 5-3 in the Cup. Rob Atkinson, Adam Smith, Remain Campbell, Craig Westcar got two. But yeah, I was watching the tweets on that and they were losing at one time. I thought, oh, here we go again. It was 2-0 down, down, wasn't it? 3-2 down, yeah. 3-2 down, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they fielded their uh, Saturday side by the sounds of things. Um, most of the other games uh, fell. However, Cleethorpe's Town, as we said, unfortunately bowed out of the FA Trophy at Morpeth. But on Tuesday night, they played Lincoln City in the Lynx Cup and they beat them 4-2. Admittedly, it was a Lincoln City junior side, uh, sort of under 23s, 18s. Do, does he say it, it right, by the way? Because I, I, I get criticised. Who, right. who, um, who beat Cleethorpe's? Lincoln City? No. Who beat Cleethorpe's at the weekend? Oh, Morpeth. Morpeth. Okay. Morpeth Town, is it? Yeah, yeah. Morpeth. Why, I? Morpeth. Morpeth. Okay, fair enough. Muttering and groaning here from a pair of ex-Geordies. So, uh, yeah, for for Cleethorpe's, Ben Clapperson, Josh Batty, Scott Vernon and Ben Davies scored. And then that's it. Every other game in our area fell to the the puddles. Hmm. Not clever. No. Not clever at all. Um... As you've just actually alluded, it was trophy weekend. So yes. we'll now we'll look back to the trophy, and then after we look back to the trophy, we'll look forward to the Vars. Yes. So trophy first, and how it affected teams in our area-ish. Yeah, so uh, did you pick any up that you thought that jumped out at you? And no, said, I left uh, it to you. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Well, th- looking down the list, we have... Actually, uh, it's in the other notebook at home. OK. Baseford United, 3-0 uh, winners against uh, Michelover Sports. You're going to argue with this one, but it, it's not that local, but Lowestoft Town, 2, uh, Colville, 4. How does he work that? Why do you get that Colville, one into Colville, it? Colville, a, re- a, re- a relatively local. Rubbish. Yes, Halfway are. to Birmingham. 
it's closer than you went. No, no, no. Well, I haven't got that many local teams written down, I have to be honest on this one, so I was looking at the standouts. Buxton Go United. on then, let's do the standout ones. Bux- Buxton um, carry on after beating York City in the last round, beat Hyde 3-2. Uh, we'll go down the list. There's quite a lot of southern ones come up this time. Tamworth beat Leaston 4-0. Great name, Folkestone and Victor beat Lewis 2-0. Lewis you, know, you, you notice how, how surrogate Cockney Tony's got a bias for southern teams here. Yeah, well, there are. There were more. There did seem to be more southern yeah, yeah. teams in the in the bias uh, this time. Uh, another game that stood out: Haringey Borough three, Horsham nil. So Haringey obviously lost to Yeovil in the other competition this week. I feel sorry for Cray Wanderers. They had to play two of them. Yeah, that's Maldon. Yeah, Maldon and Tiptree, <laughs> jammed full of fixtures. Yeah, I know. Three. Uh, they beat Cray Wanderers three nil. Met Police four, Tilbury three. <laughs> Well, that's getting you back for the comment last week about uh, uh, falling short in Bermuda, but never mind. I've got a better one to come, don't oh, you good. worry. Um, ba- Basildon 3, Chesham United 5, Salisbury 3, Dorchester Town 3. Now, that's quite a tasty local derby, so the replay... For who? <laughs> Salisbury, Dorchester, that's, t- that's two, that's two, te- two Dorset teams down that way, Wiltshire and Dorset. Have you checked his passport? Yeah, Welcome <laughs> to the Hugh Fearley Witting Store, live from Bridport. But unfortunately, we don't have many local teams left in the FA Trophy. So. leave that alone? <laughs> we don't have that many step four sides around here, do we? No, no. That's which is what we were going to discuss. Possibly the strength of the yes. South against the North. again, and that and that and, and that is the case. And um, who's Basewood got in the next round? I uh, don't think they made the draw yet, have they? Yes, Monday. Okay, well, I'll, I'll leave you to tell me that because you've obviously looked that one up. I haven't seen that one yet. Shocking. <laughs> you employ a football expert. <laughs> Um, let's see if he has a. a let's see if we can get it. Let's see if we can get a bit closer than Salisbury um, <laughs> with uh, the Vars. Okay. Well, the first thing, that, one that jumps out is we've got two Step Seven clubs left in the competition. One is Droitwich Spa. They're not local, but Claycross are still in. Looking down the list, Lutterworth against Eastwood Community, Walsallwood, who you know play in Utoxeter, Westbridgeford, Hena. So Walsallwood, top of flow serve division, Utoxeter. There, I uh, think the division is lower, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so there are steps, step six. Yeah. West Bridgeford um, against Hena. Sporting Calcer against Quorn, so that's basically your division again. I mean, there's two good games. Yep. I mean, Quorn are in cracking form at yeah. the moment. Yeah, Sporting Calcer are always um, game for a laugh. So that'll be a, a good game. Um, West Bridgeford Hena is in mm, your terms a local yeah. derby. Yes, yeah, um, it is. I would think Keeners would be the favourites. Yeah. However, um, Westbridge... Are they both down. not in the same division? I think Heena are doing slightly better, aren't they? Right. But you can have a look. But I mean, Westbridge went on the road the to... Giants Bucks. last year, not they? They went, went down to Brackley last week, didn't they? Or the week before. Yes. Then. Coventry United play Long Eaton. So that's another... Worcester City entertain Dunkirk. So hopefully they'll uh, ruffle them up for you, boys, <laughs> before you get to see them. <laughs> South Normanton against Rothwell Corinthians. And that's pretty much all, that's all our local sides pretty much rounded up there. There are a couple that you mentioned um, came up. Bishop Auckland against West Auckland. Stockton against Barnoldswick. Hebden Town against Sunderland RCA, which I believe stands for Col- uh, Rye Hope Colliery Association, because there's also a Sunderland Rye Hope as well, who are playing Vauxhall Motors. And the other one, which I'm, if I'd got a bit more time, I'd be quite keen to go and see Newcastle Benfield are playing Gisborough. Ooh. And the last time I went to see Gisborough play Newcastle-Benfield, I think they ended up with eight aside. 
And my my tip, which I still think they'll do, Norwich United go to Kirkley and Pakefield. Because Nor- Norwich, your tip to win this thing. I right? think they, I, you, yeah, you've I got think a little yeah. you've got a little sort of um, thing about this Norwich team. Yeah, I just think they're going to sneak it this time. Right. Okay. I think it will end up being from the northeast. Well, um, you could be right. There's a no, um, there's certainly a, a decent chunk of northeast teams there. The one game that we've not mentioned and we'll, we'll talk about it a bit now is new up serve against what is now rugby town rugby town used to be valley sports rugby yeah vs rugby as we yeah. called them um a, a club that's been around an awful long time and have been well they've been up to step three haven't yeah they, they've, um, they've been there and 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 done it so to speak yeah. um former winners of the vars themselves are they they are yes yeah. and yeah. they're when i last looked it was halfway down the united counties premier, premier table which yes. is the division that we thought Flo everybody thought Flosive was was going to um, yeah to same, enter the same, same Sleaford Town are in um, and Quorn are they in no Quorn are in the same league as uh, they're the, not in the United Counties are they no I'm I'm not sure which league they're in but um, they're certainly not in the Midland League Premier Division because Quorn went across didn't they? yeah I thought they went into the league with some of the Leicester clubs they did finish fifth in the uh, uh, MFL last season but um, but anyway so. Um, I've, I've moved on. after last time when it was Hever St John's, which was everybody thought was a a tough tie. Um, it's step five against step five again. Yes, um, I think the general consensus opinion is it, it's not quite on paper as tough as Hever St John's looked. No, but but it's, it's another tie that it's not an easy tie. No, and it's a team that they probably won't know. I don't know whether they'll have had them watched, um, whether they've had time to have them watched. But it's not a they've, name that jumps they've, right they've out. They've not actually been able to uh, have a look at Rugby Town because Flosser's fixtures and Rugby Town's fixtures have always clashed. On the same day. So yeah. Kirky and Roche haven't been able to go across to have a look at Rugby Town because of that. Um, but um, obviously Rugby Town are going to be fairly tough opposition. But um, as I keep saying, then again Flosser are... No, I mean, given that you've started to tra- travel, and from what you said on uh, Wednesday, was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night, was it? Oh, Bradley, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you've come, I mean, one or two people was I did see um, uncharitable on some of the Twitter feeds saying, well, they should have. Gresley is struggling; they should have put them to under the sword. But you don't. You it's the ability to grind those results. I mean, in, 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 interesting. In the first round of the Vars, rugby won one nil at Gresley. Mm, so Gresley aren't a pushover then. And in the FA Cup. They lost 5-4 at Sporting Calsa. Mm, so they're holding their own against other teams in that division then. And if they put four past Sporting Calsa, that's not uh, that's no mean feat. Mm. Right, they are seventh in the United Counties Premier Division. Um, they've played 11, won five, drawn three, lost three, and have got 18 points. Shepshed Dynamo, the, one, the runaway leaders, played, mm. played 11, won 11, followed by Deeping Rangers, Loughborough, Quorn, and Leicester Navarra. That's oh, so a corner in that division. Um, yeah. And then Hull Beach, and then you've got Rugby Town. So, on the face of it, um, winnable. It's winnable, but it's going to be hard. Um, but another another hard match, which could go either way. T- uh, team news, Tony. Do we are we assuming that Jack Beckett with flat nose is going to be fit? Jack Beckett will be playing. Um, well, they'll be in the squad. Well, is that, if selected, he'll be yes. playing. But, or should but be in trouble again. But he's, he's, he's certainly um, in the squad. Uh, uh, of your injury list, one man looks like back is back. 
Jack Andrews is back from illness, uh, so he will be Paolo. back in the squad. And Paolo Piliero uh, will be uh, in the squad as well because um, he looked very, very fit on uh, Tuesday night when he came on as a substitute. Three o'clock. Following the injury to Jack. At Loafers, this is the second. Round the second proper. round, it's, it's, it's second a, round proper of the yeah. FA Vars. When we come back, we're going to tell you what else is happening this weekend. Um, assuming it stays dry, we'll finish with the football. So we'll, we'll take you a little break from football, and we'll go through what else is on this weekend. Okay, so hockey, um, the men's ones, top of the table, men's ones are at home to South Normanton. Two o'clock pushback at the Magnus. That's first against third with two mm. points separating them. So that looks to be a decent match. And the hockey ladies all got a weekend off. Half term, they get a weekend off. Um, football, Fond under 18s play Skegby, 11.30 at the Magnus. And if anything was to go by last season, not the greatest of friends is an understatement. Um, New York Town's under-18s play in Cotgrave. That's 10.30 at Devon Park. Second against ninth. Athletics, it's the National Cross Country Championships at Berry Hill Park. Swimming, the Regional Short Course Championships at the Harvey Haddon. And basketball, the Jags are back. Jags 2 are playing Wakefield at the Magnus at noon. And the Jags 1 are playing London Titans at 2 o'clock. Still at the Magnus. Where did uh, you say is the rugby? Where's the rugby, Mick? Is there isn't? Why not? All adult men's rugby has been cancelled this Saturday. Because in theory everybody be pie-eyed after watching England. <laughs> exactly. Because there is a little rugby match <laughs> happening in Japan at nine o'clock on Saturday morning. Um, It'd be an interesting game because New Zealand... Um, England played New Zealand at their own game and made them look quite ordinary. And it's noteworthy that New Zealand only scored when England made a mistake, but South Africa aren't going to play the same game. South African are, are beasts, aren't they? They're just going to bulk up and, I think, just hit everything that tries to go over the line. I've got a rugby expert in the studio. Who's going to win? England. And why? Because of the best team. Yeah, but tell me, which, which player is going to make the difference? Tuolangi. Tuolangi. You see faith of youth yeah so we've got a fiji we're relying on a fijian to beat south yes. africa then good <laughs> yes but yeah. he went on a day trip to london once so it <laughs> makes him it makes him english yeah now him and his brothers have stopped getting into trouble with the police and diving off boats and stuff we should be all right <laughs> <laughs> one of his brothers is actually the coach at kestevan i.e grand team yes. yeah which yes. is that man who knows freddie freddie oh, yeah, yeah he is the coach there but not uh, at the moment because um guess where he is in uh, watching rugby in Japan? Yes. Oh, that's a surprise. Yes, he went for the, the semi-final, flew straight back afterwards and flew back out there today. Wow. So Nice um, if you can do it. Nice if you do it. Um, Rob Wildman says England are going to win by 24 points to 12. Finlay Gould says England are going to win by... I don't know. You don't know? No. Rubbish. As long as the win, that's all that matters. Yeah. That they're, they're going to win. Um... I hope it's a game like it was last Saturday and not like it was last Sunday. Because the game like it was last Saturday, everybody was glued to the edge of the seats. If it was like it was last Sunday, you get the ones that don't understand sport bleating, well, rugby league's better because every six times you have to give it to the opposition. So don't let's play into the rugby league people's hands. There was, uh, there was a lot of kicking for position, wasn't there? Yes. Uh, in the way Who wrote that? You. 
That's the reason I gave, was it? Because they changed... Well, there's no other reason. I said because... Talk about passing. Rugby league has passing. Yes, yes so, does, so does rugby union. So does union. It didn't when, it played, didn't when they played last Sunday, did it? Well, no, it did, but it did on Saturday. That on Saturday is fantastic. I was on about Sunday when it was absolute rubbish. Yes, it was. I thought so. I turned it off after an hour. Um, I, 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 I hope it's running, running rugby. Yeah. I, I, I still... My favourites are the old tournament in Japan when they'd got the ball. Yeah. Oh, that game, yeah. that game they lost uh, to South Africa, yeah. they, uh, they, they were by far the better side. Oh, it was just... Yeah. Um, but they'd, they only got, they'd only got one game, though, hadn't they? Get your head down and run. Yes, they yeah. could only do that. And, but, and, and they also had the best kit. That was quite, that was quite good at that. So, lo, lo, lots to do, because everybody... I mean, I feel sorry for the new park runners, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, how many is going to be at the park runner? Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. And how many is going to be sitting in front of a television set? Um... Okay, I think I, I shall probably get the part run and miss this weekend. Um, that's everything else for Saturday. On Sunday, um, we have got rugby. Um, the s- senior youth are supposed to be at home to Grimsby. Have you seen the water that's on now, the training pitch? I don't know if that's <laughs> kayaking or synchronised yeah. swimming or, or what it is, but I'm not uh, sure. My I, advice I, would be long studs or flippers. For yes, I'm not sure that's going to go ahead. I've got an interesting stat about Rugby Town, if we've got time for it. When we come back to football... Okay. Um, RHP Colts are playing Woodall Spa. That's third against six um, at the Sports Village. This is the one you'll like. Newark Town ladies are playing Mansfield Hosiery Mills, and a tight game is expected. Oh. <laughs> You're stocking up on those puns. Taxi. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Moving on. It's the Not Sports All League for our young athletes, and in tennis, men's ones are playing Ravens. There, Tony. <laughs> he's he's Tony, nearly gone. Look, he, he, Tony has corpse. <laughs> Tony, Tony's just got the first of the two jokes. No, no. <laughs> I was just thinking about something seven weeks ago. Um, <laughs> you're going to keep us in suspense, <laughs> Yes, I wondered when that was coming. <sighs> Moving swiftly back to football. Okay, the uh, rest of the games on Saturday: Newark Town entertain AFC Bentley. That's first against twelfth. Collingham are at home to Appleby Foddingham, 13th against 14th. Harrowby are in United Counties Division 1 action. They go away to Whittlesby Athletic, so that's 17th against 5th. Grantham Town entertains Scarborough Athletic, 14th against 13th. Southwell City entertain FC Cavaliers, 5th against 16th. Aslockton are away at Stapleford Town, so that's 6th against 11th. Curtin Brickworks entertain at Radford Reserves, 6th against 3rd. Tomorrow night, if you're in Highcombe, Highcombe Town are in the Cup to at home to Epworth Town Colts. Lincoln Moorlands Railway are now playing Limestone Rovers at one o'clock on Saturday. The Cowboys. There yes. we go. Bingham Town entertain Attenborough, so that's first against 12th. Lincoln United entertain, oh, sorry, away at Leek United, second against 11th. I'm a limestone cowboy. <laughs> no, game, no game for Sleaford Town. He's going. Sleaford, Sleaford, sorry again. Nearly he's went. gone, he's <laughs> gone, we've got him. Cleethorpe's Town are at home to Stockbridge, Stockbridge Park, Steels, so that's third against fifth. And finally, Bourne Town are away at Rushden and Higham, so that's 16th against 18th. I'm a professional, I've been on the radio before, you know. We've noticed. We can get him to corpse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my football start. Oh, I forgot about oh, that. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. We go. We've just run out of time. Yeah. <laughs> in 1982, uh, Ren Mine as well played in the FA Vars final. Oh, you're not going to tell us a story about when you went on? No. Yeah? 
And the who did they beat? The, 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 the lost to Forest Green Rovers, 3-0. Yeah. No, 2-0. Huh? 2-0. 3-0. 2-0. How was the Not game? time! There isn't time! Move on! <laughs> Have a look at that one. You'll be funny wrong. And the following year, in 1983, uh, R- VS Rugby beat Hills Owen Town 1-0 in the final. So that is, that is when the VS Rugby... Mm. Now known as Rugby Town, won the mm. FA Vals. They've changed the name about three times yeah, in about the last yeah. 20 years. That's your football stat, is it? That, that's what all the build-up was for. Yeah. So, Flowserver actually playing, playing the past winners past of the competition. Of the yeah. Um, it's obviously the big game of the weekend, with due respect to everybody else. Um, mm. Newark's never, ever seen a second-round tie in the FA Vars. Um, three o'clock kick-off at Lowfields. If that's not your thing, of course, Newark are at home. Collingham are at home. Weather permitting. There's a cracking hockey match. Yeah. Um, there really is. But there's no rugby because they'll all be still, they'll all be still be in the clubhouse at nine o'clock in the morning. So um, there is no rugby. We're going to end where we started, and that's with the Knotts Senior Cup draw. Our secretary knew at town when they got to the semi final and they played Clifton All Whites. And at the end of either 90 minutes or 120 minutes, whatever it was, their winger got the ball, completely mishit it, and it went in about two inch gap between Gary Atwood's hands and the top corner of the net. And that's the closest any club that I've been to have been to a Knotts Senior Cup final. I went with Flowserve or ID Piers, it was called at the time, to Arnold Town when they was good at the Arnold Town's proper ground, not where they are now. Yeah, when it used to be in the market. Yeah, the proper yeah. ground. And those flow save was three goals up after 68 minutes. Okay, we lost seven three, but that's irrelevant. Um, there was three goal, three goals up. So um, I'm dying for one of the n- n- local sides to have a run in the Knotts Senior Cup. And our four local sides in round two have been drawn, and the draw is. Dunkirk v Flowsurf, Osworth v Aslockton, Newark v Retford United, and Southwell v Burton Joyce. Cracking local derby. The tie, the, the the what is the tie of the round? An awful long trip for us as Lockton and York and Retford United. If they don't know each other by now, they never will. They never will. That's quite right, gentlemen and boys. Thank you um, very much because that is it for another week. A big thanks to all the people that took part and joined us this week. Um, next week, Gareth Bagel is in Sport HQ. Um, we are here on Tuesday. It wasn't going to be, but we are here on Tuesday. And um, we're going to take it away from New York a little bit. And we're going to look at the Premier League and professional football in general. Coming up next on FM, it's Dean Anderson. The gang's already out there for the TNT Soul Show. While over on DAB, a treat for you this week with the Craig Wilkinson Show. How good is that? See you on Monday. We-